0: Your challenges don't define you. How you deal with them does. So are you ready to recover from reality?
1: Perhaps you suffer from depression or, you know, the soothing mechanism in your brain. Perhaps you are suffering from anxiety or you're having memory loss or ADD, things like that. So once you get the sacrum into alignment, the rest of the spine sort of lines up and then you can start working on the jaw if need be. But it's important to get that alignment in order for that fluid to flow and for your nerve endings to function properly. This is the only way I have found to actually heal depression. So to heal depression, I work with a certain, we call it SOT chiropractics, sacral occipital technique. I work with a certain SOT chiropractor who will structurally line somebody and I will feed their brain so that the neurons can rebuild new pathways and that we can help basically train the brain to function the way that it needs to. Feed it nutrition, essentially,
0: because it's been nutrient deprived for so long. That was a quick clip from this week's episode with my personal health guru, Vanessa Fitzgerald. Funny story, Vanessa actually joined us on the podcast in its early, early days. And I cringe at that episode. Um, One, I just had no idea what I was doing. And two, everyone thought she was being a bitch towards me, which we had a laugh about in this week's episode. I have spent the last year working with Vanessa and she has truly changed my life. The work that she does is so important. And today we're on the podcast talking about each of our personal healing journeys and the things that have worked for us. And we're leaving you guys with some tangible takeaways, some things that you guys can be doing at home to improve your health. And I swear these simple things will actually make an impact. I know that we hear a lot in this health and wellness space about you need to do this, you need to be doing that. But there are some basic fundamentals that we can all be doing right now, especially while we're home as much as we are, to improve The way that we're feeling in our bodies. So this week's episode was an amazing one. I'm so grateful for Vanessa sitting down with me. We actually recorded this after I went to her house for a session. And yeah, I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it for you. And with that, here is Vanessa Fitzgerald. So I was saying to Vanessa before we started recording, that our very first phone call over a year ago, because she was one of my first episodes, everyone thought that you were such a bitch. (laughs) And I laugh at that now. I listened back to it and I was like, okay, I could see what they're saying. But to be fair, I had no fucking idea what I was doing. My producer at the time was like, you need to have Vanessa on the podcast. And she had never even seen you. But I'm glad that she did because everything always works out perfectly. It would only be about four months later that I would sign up to see you for those 12 weeks. And here we are a year after that.
1: That's pretty crazy. It's divine timing. I also think that, you know, when you sit on the phone, you're like, I'm going to come to see you. Usually I hear that a lot. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> I get on the phone. is just never coming in. <laughs> And then you fully are like my, one of my top clients. I see your whole family. It's
0: wild. I know. I, when I commit to something, I fucking commit. And you know what? We really have to thank the shout out to that. So retrograde girls, because when Stephanie started seeing you, then I saw it on their social. And then that's how, you know, my producer saw it. And here we are. So if you're newer to this podcast, or you haven't gone back to the beginning, this will be really good for you to hear because I'm somebody who's tried everything under the sun. I have seen, I've spent thousands of dollars for a shaman visit. I've, gone and stayed at ashrams. I've done kundalini yoga. I've seen traditional doctors. I've seen Chinese medicine doctors. I've gotten transcranial magnetic stimulation. We were just talking about that when we're talking about healing my brain. I've literally done every IV drips, all of the things. And energetically, the biggest shift that I've noticed, and you've noticed it too, in me is by doing nutritional response testing. So can you explain to everybody, basically just give us a full breakdown.
1: Okay. So it's a little bit hard to describe when you aren't in the process yourself, but basically, yes, very true. So it is a form of muscle testing, but what makes nutrition response testing very different from muscle testing is that we're running and calibrating and testing the body's autonomic nervous system. And your autonomic nervous system runs everything in your body. It tells you to digest, to walk, to blink, to chew. Your body's one giant electrical field. And it's comprised of your parasympathetic, which is rest and relaxation, and then sympathetic, fight or flight, go, go, go. So if those are scrambled, then your body's sending incorrect signals. So things aren't going to work properly, creating... Disharmony. Disharmony and chronic s- symptoms. I am switched right now. We call it switched. Switched. So you can be blocked or switched. Your nervous I'm, system can be blocked, which means nothing that goes in will work. Yeah. And switched means your body's confused. It doesn't know when to calm down, when to hype up, when to go to sleep, when to wake
0: up. Hence me Yeah. in this present moment. And I feel it in my body. And it's amazing because within th- in three days from now, I'm going to feel like a new human. A new human. Which is great. I know for me, I have really struggled with my skin throughout the years. And a lot of people are like, what? When I say that? But yes, I had severe acne as a teenager And as I'm moving into my 30s, I still deal with pesky breakouts. Taking care of your skin is important, but if you experience dullness, redness, fine lines, or breakouts, finding the right treatment can absolutely be so frustrating. Now there's a simpler, smarter solution to skincare, and that's with Rory. Maybe you're frustrated with ineffective over-the-counter options. If you need more personalized skincare, Rory can help you get prescription level treatment from the comfort of your home. Personalized skincare sounds fancy, but with Rory, you can have a brand new skincare routine crafted just for you without ever leaving the comfort of your couch. Rory is a digital health clinic just for women that can help treat all of your skincare concerns from breakouts to redness. Getting started is simple. Complete a free online consultation at hellorory.com slash reality, and you'll hear back from a U.S. licensed healthcare professional within 24 hours. If appropriate, they'll prescribe personalized skincare treatment plan that works just for you with free two-day shipping. Rory is there every step of the way. You have access to your healthcare professional for questions or to make changes in your treatment. There are no commitments and you can cancel at any time. Just go to hellorory.com slash reality to try your personalized treatment for just $5. $5. HelloRory.com slash reality to get your first order for just $5. Hey guys, it's me, Chriselle Lim, co-founder and CMO of Boomo. As a busy working parent myself, I felt like there was a lack of options for parents and I personally needed more support. So that's what we're doing here on Being Boomo. We're here to make your life easier, a little less stressful, and help you navigate through this complex thing called parenting. So subscribe now to being boomo at applepodcast.com slash being boomo or wherever you listen to podcasts. Oh, gotta go. See you guys soon. I want to go back to the beginning because one of the very first things that we worked on when healing my autonomic nervous system was treating all of my scars and scarred tissue. Can you explain? I think your explanation makes the most sense about like the screen and how that all works. Okay, go. <laughs> so, scars, I always ask on patients' intake forms
1: do you have any scars from stitches that include splitting anything open or getting anything removed? Do you have tattoos
0: that's the scar on the body? Pause. Splitting anything open, including if you've had a baby and had stitches on your vagina. Like you really have to think about this because I didn't even think about that. And she goes, Did you have a tear? And because I thought, Oh, C section, but that was down there and it tested strong that that was switching off my system or whatever, however you would say it. So for all the ladies listening that maybe have had babies, that can affect you later on. And 100%. Vanessa will explain why.
1: <laughs> Same with wisdom teeth getting pulled mm. and tonsils getting pulled. Uh, that's also a scar. Piercings and tattoos are also scars in the body, considered scars. So what scars are, are they are cuts in our autonomic nervous system. So underneath our skin, our body is hardwired to perform a certain way. There's a network of fibers sending signals to other networks at all times during the day to organs all sorts of things. And so when you cut into the body or you tattoo into the body, or you pierce into the body, it's as if I were to go into your house with a pair of scissors and open up your electrical box and snip a random wire. Most likely a room will go out if not the whole house. Same thing happens with the body. So scars can contribute to chronic Symptoms and issues in the body. So we test scars and we call them active or inactive. And active scars mean that they need to be treated in order to heal those nerve endings.
0: Inactive, then they're good. Yeah. And so, as someone who was heavily tattooed, she would go around on all of my tattoos and she'd go, "Oh, this one's still active. Oh, this one's now inactive." And I think that that was a big part of my beginning because. When I started working with Vanessa, it's interesting because I thought that I would be here for 12 weeks and then I'd be done. And here I am a year later. And now I haven't had to consistently come for a year. But for those of us who have undergone a lot of trauma, who have used substances, you have a history and we'll get into that in a second with Adderall or anyone who has been exposed to lots of antibiotics, the standard American diet, whatever it might be. What happens when you start to heal one thing is your body will heal it. And then it's like playing Mm whack-a-mole, right? With like other things. It's interesting when I put in the ask me anything for you, someone was like, can you explain how you healed your gut? My gut is not healed yet. It doesn't just, it's not something where it's just like, Let me give you these probiotics, which actually is funny because Vanessa was like, stop drinking kombucha. Stop taking all of this. You have to stop it in order to heal your gut. And actually, why don't you explain to people why this kombucha trend can actually be dangerous? So kombucha is fermented sugar. So
1: I find that it causes a lot of yeast buildup in the body and fungal issues. Not only that, we are in over-ingesting probiotics these days. They're either in the kombucha and the yogurt, you're taking supplements. It's in food now, like the probiotic chocolate, protein powders. There's probiotics everywhere because you need good bacteria in your gut. But now we're seeing a rise of this trendy thing called SIBO, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. And I believe, at least I've seen in my practice, that all these probiotics are contributing to this bacterial overgrowth. So people are just overdoing. There's such thing as having too many probiotics or that your body may not even need probiotics in that very moment. So kombucha really throws the system out of whack.
0: And antibiotics, as you explained to me, can do so much more than just affect your gut. Oh, yeah. Antibiotics mess with your
1: hormones and all that stuff. You know, a lot of antibiotics are made with aluminum coating. There are chemicals and some metals that are in antibiotics and this gets
0: lodged into your fatty tissue over time. Yeah. And I'm someone who had to take a lot of antibiotics throughout their life. So my experience with Vanessa has not... It's not something that's just completed. It's something that, you know what I've noticed is we tackle something and then I'll be good for a couple of months and then something else will pop up. And I used to get frustrated over it. And then I started to notice an energy shift in my body. And I think that people are like, well, what do you mean energy shift? I mean, my body feels stronger. I feel more rooted in it. I feel more secure. I feel more connected than I ever have. So I don't get frustrated now that, that these types of things pop up for me here and there. I know that it's just my body's way of continuously healing and purging. So for me, a lot of the things that have come up on a regular, in the beginning were metals, now it's fungal and funguses. And It just, it's a process. There's layers. It's layers.
1: I always tell uh, new patients that your body's like an onion. So each week you come to me, I'm peeling back a layer to get to the root cause of what's happening because you have X amount of layers of crap that's built up over time, depending on how old you are. Yeah. And
0: I wasn't even very old. I just did a lot of damage with drugs. So you talk a lot about healing from Adderall. It's interesting because I have gotten so many DMs recently about Adderall. Actually, a week ago when I was doing a Q&A with someone else, someone asked on the Q&A, "Do you think it's safe to take Adderall in recovery?" Yeah. Cuz people do cuz it's like prescribed by a doctor, you only take the set dose. But I think that the way that you explain what Adderall does. At first when I thought heard you talking about it, I was kind of like But I think it's true and I think people need to hear it. So what exactly was your experience with Adderall and what does Adderall do to the body and how can you heal your body after long-term or even short-term Adderall use? So Adderall is a stimulant
1: just like Vyvanse and all Concerta, all these other drugs. But when you look at the Adderall bottle, the name is amphetamine. You're taking amphetamines. It is one ingredient away from meth. So essentially, your eye... I mean, this is very triggering for a lot of people. It is.
0: a fancy meth head running around. I don't understand why... I can understand why it's triggering. And I think the reason why it's so triggering is because people think that if they're going to their psychiatrist to get it, then it's okay. But psychiatry... Is failing America. If, if psychiatry worked, then like millions and millions of people wouldn't like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Be switching their meds every six months because their Prozac stopped working. Yeah. Like or upping or, or upping dosing. or changing or switching yeah. or whatever. It's just not working. And so I think that when you have ADHD or ADD, like we have, mm-hmm. it can be like, oh, here's my saving grace. Finally, I can fit in with this world and feel normal, but it's not good
1: for your body. No, it's terrible for your body. I think it's a it's it's a tricky path when you're in recovery and you're trying to take Adderall because it's just like doing a bump of cocaine all day. And I can speak to that because I was on Adderall for so long and would use it in that way. So that is not... That is not a thing. I've worked in a dual recovery household, volunteering. And the fact that they let girls, A, with eating disorders or with, you know, heroin abuse take Adderall was beyond mind-blowing. I don't know what facility this is, but we'll talk after. Yeah. That's wild. Terrible. Terrible but it's because it was part of their meds when they entered in that was give that was given to them and also Adderall these stimulants stimulants in general even coffee even though you know I love caffeine don't get me wrong like me and caffeine are best friends right now <laughs> which I have to do a detox off of but it's a stimulant. It's another addiction and stimulants cause anxiety. They cause rises and they cause falls. They cause artificial spikes in dopamine and things like this. And not that I'm saying caffeine is bad at all. It depends on the source and all that sort of stuff. But if you're taking stimulants all the time, you're stressing your central nervous system out. Not only your central nervous system, but your ENS, your enteric nervous system, which is in your gut. These medications are not food. They're not pure forms that came from mother nature. So your gut essentially doesn't really know how to properly digest medication, but medications over time can cause those little perforations in your gut lining, which is what leaky gut is. Mm. So it disrupts digestion as well. If you're in fight or flight, can you imagine popping an Adderall before you're about to eat a salad? How is that salad supposed to stand a chance when your heart starts racing all of a sudden, and you're totally hyper-focused. And I think that ADD is over-prescribed and no one's looking at the root cause of it, which is A, first look at the food. Let's clean up the diet. B, like, what's going on in the body structurally? And C, like, is there any sort of stored trauma? Or was this kid or adult told that they were slow or not smart enough or not X, Y, and Z because we're all supposed to fit into this perfect little box with a yeah.
0: ribbon on it? No. I want to break those down. A was what? Food. Food. So we know... Thank you for the reminder. My brain needs some caffeine. It's six o'clock at night right now, guys. A is food. We know that GMO foods, gluten for a lot of people, food dyes... They've literally done studies in children who are autistic and stripped away all the food dyes and saw an improvement in their behavior within weeks. These food dyes are actually illegal in Europe too. Yeah. I mean, it's wild to me. So we know right away. And I know from my experience, when I let my kids indulge in that donut, it is, they're like on crack for an hour. I mean, it's, yeah. it's really wild, right? Um, what that can do to us. And so- You know, food is huge. And I know that it's something that you have all of your clients do when they first do an intake is a food journal for an entire week of writing down every single thing that you eat. And what I like about Vanessa is that she's not here to tell you, oh, you need to go vegan or paleo or anything specific. It's like, let's look at the things that are inflaming and inflammatory and just try to cut back on those and see how you feel. Because for any practitioner, if you're constantly causing inflammation and responses in your body, your body is not going to want to heal because it's constantly stressed out by the things that you're putting in it.
1: Yeah. And plus you want to let food be thy medicine first. I mean, supplements come in to help assist and heal the body, but you're right, it interrupts the healing process and it even slows it down. So, while I'll, I will use the words like paleo for some clients who are confused of how I want them to eat mm-hmm. when I'm telling them, like, okay, let's cut grains, for example, like grains cause a lot of inflammation. And, You know, I remember I had a girl write into me when I did a post on corn saying that I
0: was food shaming everyone. Oh, I saw your post on corn. It's literally not digestible. Have you ever eaten corn? It comes right out of your shit the same way that it went into your mouth. Yeah. And she
1: she said that I caused her an eating disorder. First of all, I can't cause anybody to do anything. Okay. Mm. We're all our own individual beings with our own brains. We make our own decisions. And if you're going around blaming others for something that's a decision that happened, then you're not taking full responsibility and you have a whole nother healing journey to work on. Mm. But she was very triggered by the corn post. So I still stand firm though, when I have clients who are addicted to stimulants like Adderall or the like, or they are having problems with depression and anxiety, there is a great book called Grain Brain that Mm. I love and stand behind fully because it's changed my life. Grains do inflame the brain. Your gut's your second brain. So the more crap you load into your gut, the worse your brain is going to function, period.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And going back to the whole triggering thing, it's interesting because this last two years for me has been like a lot of growth. And what I've realized is we're doing a disservice by doing this whole triggering thing. There's no doubt in my mind that we needed to examine the the words that we're using and to, to talk kindly. But there's no reason that talking about corn should trigger someone. But when I do get triggered, not that it shouldn't trigger her, but that you should blame the person for talking about corn. Because what I find is that when something is upsetting me now, I actually thank that person because I go, oh, here's a mirror for me reflecting right back to me something that is still unprocessed and not dealt with. And I need to go and do something about it. I think that we're almost taking away our power by claiming that all of these things are triggering. Like there are some things in the world that are really triggering. Mm -hmm. Um, Getting raped is triggering. Oh, yeah. Being called the N-word is triggering. You know what I mean? Having a, a negative altercation with somebody, you know, a man or a police officer or even a crazy woman in This sort that is true. Those experiences are actually triggering and we're actually kind of doing a disservice. This is a different rant now. To those experiences by calling everything else fucking triggering.
1: Yeah. And by the way, if you're finding something on Instagram that is triggering you, a, look at the content that you choose to look at. And B, again, it is it is holding up a mirror because Instagram, that, that is a, uh, it's not like that's coming at you. That is a choice. Yes. So you are fully active in this partnership with this platform. Yeah. So that is also something to look at, but it is hard because people feel restricted And this goes to say, like, also, I eat rice every now and then. Like, I will eat these things. things. Yeah. But these are things when I'm like at a group event or a holiday Mm -hmm. or, you know, a special sushi dinner, for example. I save it. I do not eat grains at home. I do not eat grains when I order in. And typically, when I go to restaurants, I don't eat grains. But then, I know that when I do, I'm just, A, I'm going to accept the fact that I'm doing it because anxiety is going to kill you before the food on your plate. I'm not sitting there going, oh my God, I'm going to have the worst bloating brain fog because I will manifest that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I sit there, I'm like, I'm going to really enjoy this meal and have a lot of fun with this food. But it's also taken me a long time of the healing process in order to be able to, to eat in that way and have these things without sending my body into
0: an inflammatory response. You have to take it away for a while and allow your body the ability to heal. And then it's okay to do these things. Like I said to Vanessa, I was like, so I can never finish my sleeve. She's like, no, you can finish your sleeve when your body isn't freaking out all the time because you're just adding to the length of healing time every single time that you shock your system. And it's just not worth it. Um, So going back to food, what I like about the supplements that you give specifically with the standard processes that is food-based.
1: Yeah, it's all whole food Some stuff is
0: not. Some stuff is homeopathy. Some stuff is supplements. We love the Live On Labs. Shout out Live On Labs. Please support this podcast or at least send me glutathione. <laughs> what would I give, right? So you don't have to buy the whole expensive box. No glutathione box. for no, you right not now. Not right now. <laughs> not right now, But because I'm having a sulfur thing coming up. But um, how did you end up selecting the supplements that you use? My school. So in school where we
1: are taught on certain supplements because these supplement companies are highly regulated, meaning only practitioners sell them or doctors, whatever it is. And you can't necessarily go to Whole Foods or buy them. I know some are available on Amazon now. Uh, so the school has to they basically are given these training books, right? So then they give them to their students who train us on what supplements work with what organ. Like, how do I know that like CyRuta Plus is an antiviral, for example. It does Mm -hmm. not say that on the bottle. It does not say that online, if you go online. There are clinical reference guides that we are trained on by these supplements that are made and geared towards certain functions. And that's how we choose them. And so let's say a practitioner wants to introduce a supplement line that the school hasn't taught us on because there's new supplement lines coming out all the time. But I'm talking about like high quality stuff that again, only practitioners can carry I'll start testing them on clients to see like, oh, is this responding well? And then I'll talk to the company and basically ask them to train me. So there's trainings that you go through with each company on what supplement is meant to do what.
0: Hmm. Okay, so going back to the whole ADD and ADHD um, thing. So then the second thing was body and structure. And it was... I think another big shift for us on my journey when you discovered that my sacrum was out, can you explain why it is so important to take care of our sacrums? Because I certainly can't, I don't know. I just do what you tell me to do. (laughs) Okay, so your
1: sacrum is the base of your spine. It's a little area and it's the foundation. It's your life force really, especially for women. And then your jaw and your occiput, which is the base of your skull, are the top of your spine. So if either one is out of alignment, your entire spine, even just slightly so, your entire spine twists. And this twists on your digestive system, twists on your nervous system. And then all of a sudden, not enough what we call cerebral spinal fluid is flowing to the brain. So what this means is that not all parts of your brain are lighting up. Let's say your dopamine receptors, perhaps you suffer from depression or you know, the soothing mechanism in your brain. Perhaps you are suffering from anxiety or you're having memory loss or ADD, things like that. So once you get the sacrum into alignment, the rest of the spine sort of lines up and then you can start working on the jaw if need be. But it's important to get that alignment in order for that fluid to flow and for your nerve endings to function properly. This is the only way I have found to actually heal depression. So to heal depression, I work with a certain, we call it SOT chiropractics, sacral occipital technique. I work with a certain SOT chiropractor who will structurally line somebody and I will feed their brain so that the neurons can rebuild new pathways and that we can help basically train the brain to function the way that it needs to. Feed it nutrition essentially. Because yeah. it's been nutrient deprived for so long. The tough thing is, is that people listening to this podcast is that SOT chiropractic is not easy to come by. And I can't speak to the efficacy of certain practitioners around the U.S. Just
0: Yeah, just who you have a relationship with. And, and it's interesting because um, Harper, my oldest, I brought her to Vanessa and I was like, there's something going on. She's like so nervous all the time. And she's got anxiety recently. And I just don't know what it is. And she's just not her happy, normal self. I was like, I don't know if it's quarantine or COVID or what is going on. And Vanessa, we could barely get her to lay on the table. Her anxiety was so great that she wouldn't lay down. Vanessa doesn't use needles or she doesn't look like a doctor's office. And she came in with like so much stress and Vanessa checked her sacrum. was like, her sacrum's out. You need to take her over to the doctor. And after one session, she was so happy. She was almost like hyper. Like she was almost like her normal kid, like like bouncing off the walls, want to get out. Of, like it was like a shift like that fast after one session. And I know for me, it's been huge too. It's almost like when I leave there, I feel like I've taken a Xanax. Do you feel that same way? Like just oh, like yeah. this, uh,
1: Oh yeah, some there's been times where I have, you know, he's the only reason why I got off of antidepressants, anti anxieties, Adderall, Ambient. I mean, I was Elvis. I was taking uppers, downers, mm-hmm. in betweeners <laughs> is because I got my sacrum in alignment. So if I were yeah. to throw my sacrum out now and I would probably go probably three or four
0: days. I would then feel like I was clinically depressed. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel too now. If I if I go out, I can tell immediately that I'm out. Yeah. And there's been times where I have literally busted into his office. <laughs> there was
1: actually only one time I did this because it's rude to him, but I, <laughs> I didn't have an appointment. I just busted through the door and I was just sobbing and I just mm-hmm. waited. I waited and I waited and I waited until he could finally see me because I was like, this is life or death for me. I'm sure after the podcast, you're going to get messages asking who he is. Problem is this man's also very private. Yeah. So (laughs) it's he only goes word of mouth. I once posted a thing on Instagram about him. He's not happy. And he wouldn't see me for three months. So (laughs) he really doesn't he's not looking to gain more
0: business. He's just looking to heal Heal those those, that find him. And the thing is, while SOT is amazing, I think great chiropractic is amazing. We're talking about overall healing, which takes seeing multiple practitioners for different things. And you're not going to have the same experience as I did or Vanessa did without also cleaning up your diet, Seeing someone to help you with your nutrition, taking the proper supplements, figuring out a plan that works for you on the path of healing. It is not like when I'm sharing Harper's experience. She's also on drops from Vanessa right now too to clean up some. Um, she's on tox cord. What was that for? Toxins, but we may end up switching her to back. We cord. might, yeah, we might end up switching her. But so it's like these things work in harmony together. And yeah, I'm not here to like blow up anyone's spot as like some magic doctor. It's crazy because in 20, well, really before 2020, but we're at the stage where like everyone wants to be the goop people. You don't want to go to the goop people. Not No shame on the goop people, right? No shame. I love me some Shaman Durek. You know how much I love Shaman yeah. Durek. <laughs> I love me some goop people, but like there are people out there who just really Want to like focus on their practice and help people heal and do not want to be blown up like this. Yeah.
1: No, I totally agree with you. And I think that, you know, if you are interested in this, there is a website which is SOT, I think, dash USA.com where you can find a practitioner. You can look up, you know, a practitioner in your area, but like I said before, I can't speak to their training. I don't know how good they are. A lot of these SOT chiropractors, because I've always had to have one wherever I lived. I lived in Austin. I lived in New York. They wouldn't lock me in like him necessarily Mm -hmm. because sometimes if you're overtrained, you're focused on the wrong things or you're mixing in other modalities I mean, that one practitioner mixing in other modalities can get a little convoluted rather than working on what I like to call like the meat and potatoes, like what's really the solid foundation of the base of what's happening. So, and I think it's great to where I think everyone should definitely like it takes a village to heal. But you want to make sure that every practitioner is working together synergistically. Mm. Because otherwise you have too many cooks in the kitchen that are telling you different things. So everybody needs to know who you're seeing and be in alignment energetically and agreeing with the process. Because otherwise that'll get way crazy.
0: Yeah. And then the last part that you talked about was more of like the social aspect of it. And I've spoken to this before. We live in a time that just the way that we're operating isn't sustainable. I swear to God, I say this every episode, but I just want to drill it in people's minds that like, we weren't meant to operate like this. The go, 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 the 50 hour work week, the stress of having kids, the commute, the all of the things. And so I think people are getting, even in our school system with our children, with the way that they learn, that's not the way that you or I went to school. That's not like what my daughter is learning now in second grade. I was learning in like fourth grade. Their little brains and bodies are just not meant to like sit still and consume this much information. And the way that we give it is so counterproductive because most kids especially at a young age, are artistic, are left-brained, are kinesthetic learners, aren't meant to sit in front of a computer like they are right now and learn from a computer screen. And so I think that people get diagnosed with ADD or are given meds to try to fit into this societal norm that we're in right now. And it is a completely not sustainable way to live. No, no. And then you're shamed for it. For me,
1: I'm not ADHD. My ADD manifests in daydreaming. I have to reread something over and over again. I'll have to Mm -hmm. pause and rewind a podcast, or, you know, sometimes I'm watching a movie or a TV show. And honestly, if I'm not that pulled in and I'm a little disinterested, or I'm a woman, I have a lot of thoughts on my brain, like I'm (laughs) thinking too much, or, you know, I have too much energy still locked in my body from a day of seeing clients. Like, I will ask my partner, you know, 15 times throughout a TV show, what just happened? Mm -hmm. And as though it's frustrating for him, he also understands that I have a hard time concentrating sometimes. Yeah. And I'm not about to take, you know, a medication so that I can watch a TV episode. I've sort of learned to love that about myself and that my Mm -hmm. learning is a very different
0: way of learning. Yeah. Yeah. I think that we need to get to a place where we can, and and sometimes I get the feedback but that this is privileged and I get that. And I feel that it's kind of sad that it is to say this, but it's almost like we have to be willing to stand up for ourselves and to fight for this new, a new way of living going really back to how we used to live, which was slower More connected to nature in communion with people that where you can have interesting dialogues like we did before this. And it felt so good to be able to sit down eye to eye and just have these like conversations of, I don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. And what do you think? You know what I mean? And it just, and when I was doing that, my brain was totally connected and hearing everything. So my ADD brain that everyone wants to diagnose me with was totally right there with you and has been for this entire podcast. Yeah. Right? No, same. And that's how we're supposed to operate. And I know it's privilege, but I almost
1: want to take it also a step further to challenge the school systems. Like yes. I think it just needs to come from a from a greater force. It's gotta come from the top, you know, the the way that we expect kids to learn You know, I'm not saying we need to coddle everyone. I think challenge is necessary in life to learn how to overcome and not like, hey, how are you the most comfortable in this moment? That's not the issue. The issue is shaming
0: students, kids that- Shaming and diagnosing them. I see Vanessa and my mom's groups on Facebook. They're giving their five-year-olds Adderall. That's really sad.
1: That's really sad.
0: Part of it is that people just, don't know that there's an alternative and i think i want to go there cuz it's important we are programmed to see doctors i mean even our babies you know and it's amazing when i switched pediatricians what my experience was like and it's funny because when i was pregnant i so the first time i saw a midwife which is a totally different experience than seeing oh, yeah. an ob with my second i had to see an ob cuz high risk pregnancy but totally different experience. And then for some reason, I went to like a traditional pediatrician, which no shame to him because he was my pediatrician and I quite like the guy, but totally different. And it's sad because I know most of America and a lot of the world doesn't have this. Me switching to my holistic pediatrician who's an MD but a practices holistic medicine. Oh my God. I mean, sitting in that office for the visits are a joy a joy. It's like, how are you doing, mom? What's going on in the family system? How's everyone's diet? Like what? It's like, what? Yeah. (laughs) Well, we are so programmed, especially with our babies, you go to, you know, one week, two months, four months, six months, nine months. Well, because that's the vaccine schedule, 12 months, yearly checkups, all of these things. And we're just so programmed to first go to a doctor. And I tried for so long To do that route, I remember being at my wits' end, suicidally depressed, and going to a psychiatrist and just being like, "Fix me!" and they couldn't fix me, and I felt more hopeless. And then I was seeing somebody for my um, autoimmune markers, and I was like, "Fix me!" and they weren't fixing me, and I felt more hopeless. And it, we get into this cycle of feeling helpless in this system that's really not working for us. And so, I guess I would say. All right, I would ask you cuz that's my experience of like switching to a holistic route has worked for me and a lot of people are like that's woo woo, that's not based in science, blah blah blah. But what would what's your experience been and and why do you think moving away from or incorporating more holistic practices into maybe a western model is important? Having both, I would say, is important.
1: I think you know, I'm not here to vilify doctors or nurses because we all know what we've been trained to do. I'm trained in NRT. I'm not going to pretend to understand acupuncture. A doctor is trained in medicine. A nurse is trained in medicine. Dietitian is trained only so far on, you know, food pyramid or whatever the latest thing is by FDA guidelines. I help a lot of doctors and nurses and these doctors sit here the ones that come to me because they're fully willing and they we weren't taught anything in school 20 minutes of nutrition maybe and I think the way to incorporate the two is to rather than directly go to the pharmaceutical drug is to perhaps learn okay, well, what supplements actually help heal a thyroid? What kind of diet inflames the gut if the gut can be connected to the thyroid? It's kind of thinking outside the box and maybe doing that extra training or that extra course or getting passionate about the true healing rather than just medicine. Well, medicine can, yes, save lives during desperate times. Yeah, if I'm
0: in a car accident, take me to a hospital. A hundred percent. Don't bring me to Vanessa's place no. in Brooklyn. No, no. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Absolutely Take not. me to UCLA. No. Yes. And there are times when we need to. I had a kidney infection earlier this year from an asymptomatic mm-hmm. uh, bladder infection that I had no idea that I had. And I ended up in the hospital. Of course, take me to the hospital. I would have died. <laughs> that time it's too late. Yes. And I just believe that it would be great if we could just be in harmony. Like I said, when I help people wean from antidepressants or Adderall or what, I'm working with their doctors. Their doctors are in agreement with me. They're trusting the fact that I'm helping feed the brain and I'm getting them structurally aligned. So it does take a team. And I think there are doctors now, like I know of an endocrinologist, some clients see that now you know, will prescribe selenium For the thyroid Thyroid, before going towards Mm -hmm. the other stuff. And he's like, well, what are her vitamin D levels? Mm. Are her adrenals tapped out? What are the cortisol levels? Because that affects the thyroid as well. Everything's connected in the body. And if we could just have more of that, that's a great way to do it. And if, listen, your doctor doesn't know, then you be your own health advocate. Like that's your job to figure it out. Like nobody's going to
0: care or love you as much as you care and love yourself. Yes, I agree. I agree. And I think that more people are becoming open-minded. Like we, I think Western medicine, like you said, is great for certain things and certain times. And I talk about this a lot too. Like we have the highest maternal mortality rate of any Westernized country. In the richest country in the world, we are failing women I was almost one of them. I almost died when my baby was eight days old as a result of medical negligence. And it and it, had it not been for me advocating for myself that there was something indeed very, very fucking wrong with my body, then I would have died from those blood clots in my lung. And so it's like, we have to start and the way towards, and this goes back to our, what I'm gonna wrap up with here. And I wanna ask your last question, the way towards becoming our own advocate is being able to check in with our bodies and knowing when something is off. And I think a lot of times people are so programmed to feel like shit, they don't even know when their bo- what their what good feels like. They don't even have moments in their day when they feel good. And that's so so sad. For some people who are listening, what what would you say is the foundation of good health that people can start doing easily? cost-effectively right now in their environment to make shifts that will feel good in their bodies. Drink
1: water, drink filtered water, at least half your weight in ounces, Mm -hmm. minimum. When you say filtered, what do you mean? You know, get a Brita, get a Pure Filter on Mm -hmm. Amazon for 25 bucks. I like Pure better, P-U-R. You can't be drinking tap water, It's not just, oh, you know, the tap water is clean. We're in the mountains. Well, what is in those pipes that it's passing through? You know, there's mold, there's metals, there's all sorts of stuff, pesticides, recreational drugs get dumped into water all the time. Also, shout
0: out to our favorite water, Oh, Gerald
1: Steiner. Yes. Love love Gerald Steiner. You can have bottled water, but I'm just saying it's not expensive
0: to hydrate and people don't like water. Like, I'm sorry if you don't like water, drink water. So weird. How could you not like water? I don't understand that. If you want to go for a little bit more expensive, but massive benefits to my overall experience in health, alive water is huge. And if that does not sh- get delivered in your area, then Mountain Valley is another great option. And I think they're pretty much across the US at this point. They, oh, yeah. they have a huge span now. If you want to get great water delivered mm-hmm. to your house. Okay, so water, sleep, sleep. Make sure that you're
1: sleeping. I mean, for women, I like to say eight to nine hours. For men, it might be a little bit less because they Mm. don't have so much going on hormonally in their system. They don't need to do as much housekeeping. But I find sleep deprivation causes most hormonal imbalance and gut issues. Mm. Cut sugar. Sugar is one of the greatest inflammatories. Watch bad oils, so don't be cooking with canola oil seed or grapeseed oil, yeah. vegetable oil. You know you want to be cooking with. I Avocado know there's oil, yeah there's, av- olive oil. There's a lot of things oil. now with coconut oil. Whatever, just use coconut oil. It's better than canola <laughs> oil. Like we we can only get so heady about so much. Those I feel like are the top three easiest. Things that you can do basically for free or very low cost to help age your body. Oh, and get your heart rate up. You need to get your heart rate up mm. for at least 60 minutes a day. 60 minutes a day? Yeah. So it doesn't mean me like what do you out mean? of
0: breath. I'm talking above a certain threshold. What are you about? Like 120 beats per minute, 130, like, like. or are you talking like 150, you're running.
1: No, not running. Like it can be like walking up a hill. It can be a brisk walk. You want to... So
0: my heart rate on a brisk
1: walk is at least 140, 145. 140. Get it to at least 140 for 60 minutes a day. Mm. Move your body. A sedentary body is a body that is not living. Mm. And sitting is also the new smoking, like they say. So if you find they yourself- They
0: say that? Oh, yeah. I didn't hear this.
1: Yeah, sitting is the new smoking. So if you're sitting, especially now with quarantine, working from home, it's hard. Like try mm-hmm. and if you don't want to buy one of those, I have like a laptop stand that sort of pops it up so I can stand, put it on a shelf. Like do some where you can stand half the time and also take breaks. It's okay to take breaks. Take a break. For 10 minutes, walk Did around the block. Did you hear the that block. permission?
0: It's okay to take a break. Take a break. Is it someone going to fire you for taking 10 minutes to go on a stroll around the block? Some businesses are crazy like that, but God damn it, advocate for yourself and go take a brisk walk yeah. in your day. Yeah. And watch how much your mental health improves. Oh, 100%. Outside is even
1: better. If you're dealing with the fires, then fine. Get up around your apartment. Do some fires jumping jacks. or jets. hurricanes
0: or tornadoes or fire tornadoes or whatever else is yeah. happening on this the planet world right now. Is,
1: is a crazy place <laughs> and
0: things are just going to get crazy on and off and on and
1: off. And I think with the advancement of, you know, social media, people are like, why is it getting
0: worse? I just think we just know more right we away. Did. It's always been this bad. Where's your cool um, trampoline Oh, my trampoline, I brought it to my apartment because God I put the apps of the workouts. <laughs> okay. So if you can't do this, this trampoline is amazing. What's the trampoline called? These are, this is going to be a little bit more pricey, but worth it. I Belicon. I bought I a $40 Does not work rebounder not on not Amazon. It sucks.
1: And I didn't believe until Stephanie came into my office, Stephanie Sambari from Not So Retrograde. And she was like, you can't have this. Like you come in here and you preach to people about their health. Like Mm -hmm. this is ridiculous. You have no idea. And I didn't get it. So then I finally broke and I got a Bellicon and oh my God.
0: Game changer. Flushes your lymph, gets that heart rate up. So good for your body. Allows for that crisscross movement that our brains need so desperately. So good for you. Another thing that I'm obsessed with right now is higher dose. Shout out higher dose. I'm obsessed with that thing. Did Dan you get Did blankets. you do it? Yeah, I have it. I love yeah. it. I love it. Love I love it. it. It's easy. It's easy and you can take a break throughout your day on your lunch break. It's an, a sauna for in your house that folds up, space saving, low EMF, brilliant. Yeah. My favorite thing is that because my bed doesn't have any like plastic
1: on it. It's just cotton. And it's in the, you don't sweat onto the bed. I'll put it on my bed. So it says that (laughs) I can't, I have an adjustable bed, which I know is. Oh, you can't do it then. Why? I don't get why. I think something with the materials or the metals or something. I don't know.
0: I don't get it. I do it on my floor though. I sit there and watch my stupid TV show, zone out for 45 minutes, come out drenched in sweat, take a cold shower. And I feel invigorated and like so good. How do you clean yours? I just wipe it down with water and mm. whatever. It never gets stinky, yeah, no. but I'm not a stink. That's the thing. If you detox your armpits and switch to organic deodorant, you don't, and that's the key people switch to organic deodorant and they're like, I stink. Cause you have to detox your pits Yeah. and get rid of all of the buildup. Cause what happens when you stop yourself from sweating, all that just gets stored in the lymph and tissue in your armpits. And so it comes out a lot worse than it, ever did before when you stop using the aluminum deodorants.
1: That's my one non-negotiable Detox. with switching to non-toxic products is, is deodorant. Mine's toothpaste. Toothpaste.
0: Toothpaste too. Toothpaste. Those are two non-negotiables. You guys need to get off the fluoride toothpaste please for the love of God and stop putting aluminum in your armpits. Mm-hmm. Cut it out. No, I'm just kidding. And don't use baby powder and only... No, yeah, right? <laughs> no here, here we go down No, 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 the no. no. then we no, become no, no, bubble no. boy. Yeah, it's okay. No, don't. But those are two things that you can have at your house that I think are really, if you wanted to spend a little bit extra money for your health, those mm-hmm. are two great things. The rebounder is great. Drain that lymph. Get that crisscross pattern, the heart rate up and the infrared sauna to sweat out those toxins. Our skin's our biggest organs organ, guys. So mm-hmm. sweat. 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 Get sweaty and gross. Yeah, and don't put things on it that stop it from sweating. Let it sweat. <laughs> yeah. Let it sweat, please. Well, you've been a real joy this time around. Oh, thanks. (laughs) I I really, (laughs) I'm honestly going to go back and listen to that podcast. Oh my God. The amount of DMs that I got is so funny. You know what? Sometimes we got to have a grace. It did not turn me off. I was like, maybe she's just having a fucking rough day. Maybe she was like, this girl's clearly not educated on anything that I do. She's not an experienced podcaster. Why did I agree to do this? You could have been thinking a million things. Who fucking cares? I do remember
1: it was in between clients. So that's never a good time to catch me. (laughs) Bottom line is
0: this we have to have grace for each other, and I'm so grateful that I found you. Um, everyone knows, like, my one of my greatest spiritual teachers, Uta. Y'all went to go see her. So, if you're in the LA area, you can come see Vanessa. You can follow her on Instagram at V's Honey. Okay, V as in Victor, E S Honey. You can see her, um, all of her tips, tricks. You can watch her story highlights. She's got so much information on there. You can also visit her website to make an appointment with her. Highly suggest. And is there anything else you want to plug? No. Oh, I have some online programs coming Ooh, out. Oh, She's finally making the switch. Should I tell you to
1: do that? I think I was one of the and I had people. another friend. I'm going to, so oh, basically it two. One will be Adderall, which we're starting with two. Adderall detox mm-hmm. and PCOS, so polycystic ovary syndrome. We're going to do a whole walkthrough of like what to do,
0: mm-hmm. how to heal it naturally. Love that. Love yeah. that. So you can check out all of that stuff, follow along with her. And thank you so much. This week's affirmation is I take the necessary actions in my life to help me heal. And so it is. If you enjoyed this week's episode, do me a favor, head over to the podcast app and make sure to subscribe to us, rate us and leave a review. We have new episodes every Monday and you can follow along with us on Instagram at Recovering from Reality or visit our website at recoveringfromreality.com.